Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hi friend and welcome back to the Hair Goals Podcast and today we're dropping some hair knowledge, hair color knowledge to be exact. Today we're talking about root smudging and it's a hot topic. It's been a hot topic for the past few years as the color has changed in terms of modern coloring and being able to provide those services to our clients. And trends change all the time as we are very well aware of with the chunky highlights to more modern lived in color to highlights coming back up and doing a micro smudge to now like the 90s edgy trend that's coming back, which is a little bit more of that powerful piece in the front and a little bit more depth in the back. Now, what I want to talk about today is a few tips that will help you on your way of kind of navigating what's right, what to avoid, and really what to dive into. So let's get right into it. So the first thing that I want to really help you understand is that root smudging and root, you know, and color melting, kind of the end, like the color transitional tone is totally different. So what I mean by that is root smudging is really just to blur out or buff out lines of demarcation. So this is perfect for old, uh, old grown out root color, um, not specifically on gray, that is root coverage. And also for old highlights. So this is great sir, for somebody who is really transitioning into a kind of more lived in modern color and now color melting is really taking uh, kind of zone one and zone two uh, blurring that all the way down into a different tone different color so they're different in, in different kinds of ways so what i want to go through right now is kind of some tools that you can be using to help you navigate through this so root smudging is usually in zone one and zone one is really like where the line of demarcation is for like gray coverage. So that's the area, the root area that is zone one. And I always use a, a demi permanent. And the reason I do that is a demi permanent dye lasts longer than a semi permanent dye, but it's definitely less harsh than permanents. And because Debbie's fade gradually over time, This will kind of help you get that gentler line and avoid those hard demarcation lines that everyone is trying to avoid. (laughs) They are especially well-suited to transition areas in the root smudge department. So the one thing that I think people are struggling with is I don't know what to formulate with, and I also am getting a lot of splotchiness. Like, how do I not get it to transfer? Now, my My favorite thing is to smudge on lightly damp hair, not soaking wet hair, but damp hair. Dry hair absorbs hair color like a sponge, which we all know, and it can lead to uneven distribution if you aren't careful. 
So that can look like splotchiness and we definitely don't want that when we've worked so hard to get that beautiful light color that we're kind of smudge out so at the root area. So on the other hand, damp hair has even more porosity that'll allow for easier product distribution. So that means that it's gonna have more product mobility. So you're gonna be able to move that product a little bit more and you are actually able to use less product, which is great. So performing your root smudge when your client's hair is damp will kind of give you more control over how the color is actually absorbed and help you build a natural transition. And now we're gonna go into kind of what tools that we should be using. So if you use a comb with kind of finer teeth to smudge, it'll drag the product too far down and cause splotchiness as well. So I personally love, and everyone at Salt Hair and Salt Society really love using either a wide tooth comb or kind of a wet brush. And it's been very, very helpful because it's allowing for us to kind of blend the product while keeping it where you want it. That's the key. You wanna keep the product where you want it, but slightly create that soft transition. Because a high quality root smudge really just like takes precision and practice, the importance of this step really cannot be overstated. So really knowing what product to use. So I personally love Redken Shades EQ because it's not only just a transitional color, like it's a little bit more translucent rather, unlike a permanent color, which is very, very heavily saturated. So this is like using something that's just a little bit more see-through. So it gives you a little bit more um, softness, but also gives you coverage that you need because you don't want it to look like grown out roots. You want it to look like they were born that way, <laughs> with just a little bit of blur, right? So that is kind of where, uh, where the product really becomes one of the main key factors in the success of your root smudge. Also, the tools that you're using, which I personally love, a wide tooth comb or a wet brush. Now, you also wanna make sure that your canvas is correctly being used, right? So you don't wanna do it on super dry hair because the product's not gonna move as well as you want it to and it absorbs too much, which means you might get that splotchiness or just a little bit too much absorption, which means that it won't look as natural as we want it to. Now, the next thing that we wanna talk about is really mastering your formulation because how many times have you thought, I don't know what to smudge with? because every canvas is different, right? And everything is different. So we wanna make sure that we know our formulations and how our product functions and works. So it's really um, crucial that you not only use the product that you love that performs well, but that you know its capabilities and what each kind of formulation is really gonna help you achieve. Kind of winging it is not what we wanna do. And this is where more education really comes into play where you can uh, go on our YouTube and look at videos. We have root smudging education. We have all the things that you need, but the best thing that you can do is get more education and practice on a mannequin, on a friend. Um, highlight a mannequin and start using some root, different root smudging applications, tools, canvas preparations, and also formulations because this is going to ensure that you feel really confident behind the chair. and. Because if you don't feel confident with this, what's gonna end up happening is we don't feel confident in the end result, which makes us feel a little bit of kind of insecurity around delivering confidently. And when we wanna deliver confidently, that requires 
us kind of showing up differently because when you're confident around something, you elude confidence, which means your clients are going to trust you more, which means they're not going to question your pricing, which means that they're not going to say, well, I don't want that because I don't really know what it's going to do for me. So being educated about what you're doing, the process, how it's done, the longevity that you get and what the client's expectations are ensures that the client feels heard, understood, and that they can respect and value the work that you're giving. So mastering your formulation, if you want your root smudge to come out perfect every time, then you're going to need to develop an expertise when it comes to formulation. You need to understand how different types of product and lightener act and how you can use those different properties to get the effects that your clients want. So try to get some inspiration from different formulations and it's going to be very helpful in aiding in your success. Another thing that I'd like to bring up is letting it sit. Oxidation will happen within the first few minutes and sometimes it's very easy to get a little scared, but I urge you to let it sit. It takes time for the pigment and a dye to penetrate into the hair. And if you don't let your product sit for long enough, you're going to end up with lackluster uh, results and a smudge that washes away much more quickly than what your client would expect and probably that you would expect. So the thing is, is that know what your product can deliver. Know the processing times. For Redken Shades, 20 minutes. And I find that the longer you let it sit, the better results that you have. And one extra thing that I love, this is a little extra tip that I really love sharing with people is, and we share this um, information in a video that's in our monthly membership. So in the membership of Salt Society, we have um, hair education and video tutorials, business education and personal development tutorials and education in there as well that you get delivered to you every month. But in the membership, there is a video where I share much more education on root smudging, color melting, and really a lot of tips on how to apply it, how to kind of use your brush the right way. And the thing with formulation, this is my favorite tip is especially with a translucent product like Redken Shades EQ, if you want coverage, you want to ensure that you are kind of formulating one to two shades below the end goal. So if you want it to look like a six, maybe formulate with a four, a four and a half. And you'll be so surprised at how much truer the result would be because if you want the end result to look like a six and you use a six it's going to look more like a seven and so it's just important to know how your product works knowing its processing time knowing out how it cancels out um, the tones that you want and knowing your color formulation and your color theory is so so valuable when it becomes um like when you're in a situation where you want to become more confident with your coloring applications and just making strong, decisive choices when it comes to formulation. And we have your back every step of the way. Salt Society has color theory courses. We have free education. We have uh, tip sheets that uh, will help you with color formulation and root smudging applications and all of the things that you'll need. And we will source them down below in the show notes, but feel free to just go on to saltsocietyeducation.com and search for all the things that you need. We have a ton of free resources and, uh, a lot of things that maybe fit whatever your education budget is. We are here to help serve you so you can show up as, as the most confident colorist, the most confident hair artist in the area that you're really looking to improve on. 
And so in today's episode, I want to recap. We talked about root smudging and we went through kind of using the maybe correct uh, tool, the correct formulation, and also canvas application, which was so important. And also knowing your product and how it works for the result that you're looking for. Master your formulation and don't be afraid to let it sit. Now, one more thing before we go, I want to encourage you to maybe include this process as part of your overall service cost. And I say this because it's almost um, a necessity to get you to the end goal that you want, right? If someone comes in and brings you a photo of something that's a little bit more blurred out in that zone one area, it's important that you're able to deliver that. And kind of improve on being able to ensure that your cost is matching the effort that you're putting into the service. So we don't want this to be a free service. We don't want to not charge because we're not 100% confident. This is part of the end goal, which is not only product costs, but it's your time, especially if it's going to be an additional, you know, 20 minutes that it's going to be sitting on there. So include that into your pricing structure and understand how your pricing works and make sure that if you're using extra product for someone who has a lot of hair, a lot of density, that you're charging appropriately. We want to take all of these steps seriously because it's part of the end goal. It's part of being able to show up as a professional and get paid what you are worth for the time that you're putting in. So definitely encouraging all of you to take a look at how you're charging for these services. If you're not including them into your overall pricing structure, I would include, um, this into your pricing structure and maybe not as an add-on if you are not a hundred percent confident in the ability to be able to provide the service with all of the education that need the client needs to know the value that it brings to the table and how it's an essential part of getting the end result that you need all right my friend uh so if you are looking for any more education we are always here for you Don't worry and forgive yourself if you have made uh, little oopsies along the way because that's just part of the journey of learning and growing and, and developing into a stronger colorist. Now, if you are ever looking for a little bit more support, feel free to, you know, DM, email us. Uh, we are here to help you 100% of the time. And we are so excited that you are part of this loving community. And we're so excited to see you grow and thrive in your career. All right, my friend, this has been an amazing episode. I'm so excited to share this information with you and go on and color like a badass. And this is Jamie C at Pretty Little Ombre and I'm signing out and I'll see you in the next episode.